the recession is official you guys inflation is going at a crazy rate we've never seen market prices go high for every product out there so fast on the other hand our salaries are not increasing at all which means the first few days and we run out of our cash like that when survival has become this difficult or the concept of urban poor is becoming more and more common Investing into the products that we like surely seems like a dream away. I mean, I know the Apple event is just a month away and it is happening in September and I'm dying to buy a new iPhone. But will I be able to do that with the savings that I have? Ah, it's a dream, right? Okay, okay, what if I give you a hack that can help you buy an iPhone from the side hustle that you have? Not just a side hustle. just sparing some cash and banking upon the gains that you are making well i know you're smart enough to understand we're talking about the stock market and not just stock market we're talking about the apple stock i mean it has been trading at the prices price range of 140 dollars and so it is at a lower price from its all time high it was traded at the all time high of 189 or 192 dollars which means this should be the right time right i mean even if iphone is able to get the stock prices up to 170 or 180 again i'm going to be making 30 dollars per stock which is going to be a decent amount of money good enough to i mean risk my savings and earn enough money to get a new iphone right Well, awesome. Let's talk about it in today's episode then. Let's see how we can make that happen. Is this the right time to invest in an Apple stock? Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show. I'm your host Harshanki and in today's episode we're going to be talking about is this the right time to invest in an Apple stock? Before we move ahead with the episode, don't forget to connect with us on our social media channels and if you want to connect with me just drop me a dm on instagram you know where to find me it's hashanki with an extra i the best part is you can find all of this information in written format if you just download our app today so check the links in description and go for the link of your choice coming back to today's episode is this the right time to invest in an apple stock ideally what happens is when apple is going to announce a product forget the macbooks especially iphone the stock market does see the reflections because iphone is the hottest selling product it's their best selling product the most discussed products and investors know this very well which means even if the prices have been going down for a very long time chances are the prices may go up and rise higher after the iphone or when the iphone is launched so this is why you know to someone who is not that into the market so much or anyone who's even deeply engrossed in the stock market you cannot help but wonder whether this would be the right time to invest in an apple stock because we're literally a month or a month and a half away from the biggest launch the biggest apple launch of this year right which means maybe it is the right time to make the smart decisions but on the other hand with the recession becoming official and every stock getting a beating out of it i mean the market is going lower and lower like never before it's it has had a pretty bad impact and it's going to fall more because that's how the condition has been it sucks to be honest people are wondering whether it is the right time to invest in an apple stock because what if the market affects the stock prices and you end up losing more or just 
stuck there with your money so while i was having this discussion with a couple of my friends and we got into a debate you know we thought why not break down the right time to invest in apple rather than just thinking about it before every event I mean I fully expect Apple to return to its all time high and even go higher for from there I mean it's um, I mean there is no way it is going to fall to 0 dollars and you're going to end up losing all your money right I mean that is not even a possibility which means it is eventually going to see the bull market and help you get the gains that you've always expected so for long term investors you really don't have to pick up a time you can just invest whenever you have the funds and forget about it Okay. Here's a fun fact. Long-term investors means anything and anyone who's looking forward to invest for a time period of more than 1 year. So if that is the amount and that is the time period you're ready to wait, probably invest it without even thinking about it. I guess this is where you should end the episode for the long-term investors because it is going to go higher. Okay, eventually it is going to go to the bull market, so you don't really have to pinpoint when exactly to buy Apple to maximize your profit. profit percentage but for the short term investors and mid term investors pinpointing exactly when to buy apple to maximize your returns is going to be a tough task now you might wonder what strategy did i pick up to analyze the apple stock so let me just walk you through it to break it down and simplify it as much as i can for you so that you have the decision and the authority and understanding of why should or should we not invest right now in intraday training on jan 3 intraday training is um, <laughs> look at me just trying to pronounce it correctly in intraday training on january 3 apple hit a market value of 3 trillion dollars when its shares reached an all time high of 182.86 that day apple even climbed to a value as high as 182.88 before retreating it was the first company in the world to reach a market capitalization of 3 trillion dollars the history repeated itself on jan 4 apple reached the 3 trillion mark again because the share price hit a record high of 182.94 dollars before pulling back and now apple is trading at somewhere around 140ish dollars apple was the first company to reach a market capitalization of 2 trillion dollars followed by microsoft and google parent company alphabet now apple has been the american dream time and time again it is the epitome of success story if a startup can go successful if a company can go successful apple is the best case study out there so for those of you all who don't know intraday is a concept that is trading on the same day which means you are buying the share when the market opens and you are selling the share before the market closes if you don't sell the shares yourself and you put it on intraday in your app whatever app you are using they're going to automatically sell themselves regardless of the profit or loss that you have made so the single day trading is known as intraday now when you're trying to understand if a company is a good investment for you on the long term or mid term basis as we discussed long term is something that is one year or higher mid term is something that is in the range of say 6 to 12 months uh, more like 3 to 12 months and short term is something which is 3 months or lesser intraday is a single day training there are other concepts involved too but i just feel i just feel that at this point i'm just giving more financial uh, shenanigans rather than getting to the stock so let's not get distracted or maybe if you want another episode where i should be explaining the finances to you let me know and we can cover that for you in a separate episode
Coming back to Apple, whenever you're trying to invest in any stock, no, you have to understand the company's history. You have to see the charts a little bit. You need to see what are the pros and cons, what are the benefits, and why should you be investing in this company. Now, don't think of this company as just a stock. Think of it as a purchase that you're making. Because if you're putting a single penny in this company, no, you are contributing to the company's growth and success. Now, if you want to contribute to the grow company's growth and success, you have to know a lot of parameters, right? You have to know their earnings, you have to know their history, and this is exactly what I'm gonna walk you through as crisp as possible. So, if we talk about Apple's history, Apple has been an American success story several times over. I mean, firstly, it ignited the personal computer revolution in the 1970s with Apple II. Then it reinvented the PC in the 1980s with the Macintosh. With co-founder Steve Jobs' return to Apple in 1997, Apple saw a winning streak of innovations that included the iMac, iPod, iTunes, iPhone, iPad, and the App Store. The biggest driver of Apple's modern success is the iPhone. I mean, the game-changing smartphone that debuted in the year 2007 sparkled years of massive growth and created a loyal base of customers willing to buy Apple products and services. Till date, iPhone is the highest revenue-generating product of Apple, and is going to be so for a really long time. Despite of the iPhone being the highest or the best-selling Apple product ever, iPhone sales sadly are slowing down because now people are taking longer to upgrade to a newer model. I believe after iPhone X and the series that followed came out. They have been such good quality phones that people want to hold on to their phones for a little longer, and this is why the sales have not witnessed an exponential growth. I'd say, of course, they are not declining, but the return users percentage is decreasing gradually. Now, to understand why are we trying to break down a share before one of the biggest and the most important event, we have to analyze how the market treated the Apple shares when other events happen. The last event that happened was WWDC, right? On June sixth, Apple showcased features of its up- upcoming operating systems for iPhone, iPad, Mac, and Apple Watch in the Worldwide Developers Conference. It also unveiled a second-generation Mac processor M2, which was available first on two new laptops, MacBook Air and Pro. Apple stock ended the day up 0.5 percentage on the news. Some Wall Street analysts were underwhelmed by the surprise-free event. Now they expected at least some hints about uh, the mixed reality headset. Earlier this year, on March eighth, Apple held a spring product launch event where it introduced a lower-cost 5G iPhone. The third-generation iPhone SE is the company's new entry-level 5G smartphone, which starts at four twenty-nine dollars. The new iPhone SE handset joins the company's second-generation 5G-enabled smartphones, the iPhone 13 series. Those smartphones debuted last September. At the spring launch event, Apple also showed off a new high-end Mac computer for creative professionals. The Mac Studio desktop computer starts at $1999, and Apple introduced a version of its iPad Air tablet, which, by the way, was ah oh, well, story for another time. But investors were unimpressed. Apple stock fell 1.2 percent on the day of the event itself. Ooh, that's rough. Apple's opportunity of growing. Now, with the iPhone business maturing, investors are wondering what would be the next big growth driver. We are all familiar to 
the rumors that Apple is going to get rid of the iPhone soon or NAR is going to take over. But every time with every event getting no hints for the new AR devices, just getting the investors crazy. I mean, we here are willing to just invest or buy one product of that company, right? Investors, on the other hand, are putting millions of dollars on the company and are banking on the company's innovations, considering on the company's innovations to get their ROI, which is why this is becoming a point of concern to a point where everyone has started to get a little annoyed. Apple has also started generating a decent amount of revenue from its other sources lately. As we all know, after Tim Cook took over, Apple really focused on wearables and services also to start subtle side incomes, gradually get it to a point so much that it should be equivalent to the income that the products are earning or maybe even surpass them. In the March quarter, Apple's services revenue rose 17% year on year to $19.82 billion. This is just the services revenue, you guys. And you know, the services means App Store, Apple Care, iCloud, Apple Play, Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Arcade and other offerings. Investors are somehow underestimating the growth potential for Apple and services. Because if you look at this revenue, this is way too high than a lot of other companies standing in the market today. Not just that. Apple TV became the first streaming video service to win an Oscar for Best Picture. Its movie Coda took the top prize at the 2022 Academy Awards. On the other hand, Apple is facing antitrust scrutiny in the US, Europe and Asia for its App Store policies, including the 30% commission fees. If you know, Netflix just pulled out a smart move, maybe found a loophole and is surpassing this commission fees. If you don't Google it, it is a very interesting topic to follow up. When you talk about the wearables and home accessories, they have seen a sales increase of 12% and that is $8.81 billion in the March quarter. This also includes um, um, Apple Watch, AirPods, wireless earbuds and Beats headphones. It also contains a HomePod mini wireless speaker and other miscellaneous gadgets. News leaks that Apple will announce a headset for virtual reality and augmented reality next January. I don't buy these leaks anymore, especially when it comes to the AR headset because you've been hearing the rumors for the last 2-3 years. And it just gets annoying after a point, you know. Okay, fun fact. Did you guys know that Apple has been patenting for automated cars for more than 20 years now? They started patenting for cars and similar technology from the year 2000s and from 2000 to now, they have patented more than 200 technology when it comes to car automation, which means this was in the plan for way longer than we anticipated. Sometimes it's just surprising, man. Now, Apple did really beat the last quarter Wall Street targets that ended on uh, March 26th. However, it did warn that COVID-related shutdowns in China is going to negatively impact the June quarter performance. Apple earned $1.52 a share on sales of $97.28 billion in the March quarter. Analysts polled by Faxit expected Apple to earn $1.42 a share on sales of $94 billion. On a year-over-year basis, Apple sales and earnings both increased by 9%. iPhone also saw a 5% revenue increase in March, that is it rose to $50.57 billion. And smartphone accounts for 52% of the company's total sales in the period, still does. Apple's Mac, that is their computers and the personal desktops, their revenue and sales have also climbed nearly 15% to $10.44 billion dollars. 
But iPad saw a decline in sales of 2%, that is to $7.65 billion. And I guess a major reason for this is because tablet production was reduced and had a terrible impact because of a shortage of chips. Coming back to the interesting part, that is analyzing the stock. Now, Apple hit the record high at the start of 2022. However, after that, it has fallen down by 29 percentage. Apple stock has an IBD relative strength rating of 61 out of 99. Listen to this, you guys. It is very important. The relative strength rating shows how a stock price's performance stacks up against all the last, all the other stocks in a period of 52 weeks. So this is like, you know, comparing this particular stock with the other stocks in the market over a time period of 52 weeks. Coming to the technical analysis of Apple stock. Now, I'm doing this technical analysis for you because you don't have to. What I'm concerned at at this point is that even if you're investing in an Apple stock, you need to make a wise decision or we're still analyzing. Okay, so I'm not asking you to invest in an Apple stock right away. For that, you'll have to wait towards the end of this episode. On November 17th last year, Apple stock broke out of a buy point of $153.26 and got up to 19 percentage of gains. But after that, we lost all the gains in the bear market. Apple stock had been consolidating earlier this year, but it broke the pattern during the recent downturn. And the negative sign, Apple stock is trading below the 50-day moving average line. Not just that, it is also trading below the 200-day moving average line. Plus, it has the worst possible IBD rating, indicating heavy institutional selling of shares. Now, you may ask, why is the selling of shares happening? See, there are two primary reasons for the selling of shares to happen. One is that people are trying to short the shares. Shorting of shares, which means you sell the shares and when the market gets to that price, uh, the app automatically will sell the shares for you. And whatever price difference is there, you're going to get it as a benefit, as your profit. So you make profit by selling the shares. This sounds like a riddle, no? like a tongue twister. So you make profits by selling the shares before the price reaches to that point. To simplify this, if you have sold, if you have shorted the shares at $200 and the market price for those particular share is say $213, if the price falls down to $200, you're going to make a profit of $13 per share. So this is what a lot of uh, investors do. They also short the shares. And this is a primary reason why Apple's shares are also falling low, apart from the recession being an important concern. So now the question arises is that when should you buy the Apple share? As you can see, the price is falling low. It is below the 200-day moving average. So I've devised a couple of strategies that will help you invest in the Apple stock at the right time. If you ask me, now is definitely not the right time. Apple is not in the buy zone. So do not go for it. And if you're new to the market, do not go for shorting the shares also. That is going to create a trouble for you and end up costing you a lot more than you anticipate. The first strategy is buying Apple regardless of the price. That will give you 34% return on average. So this is what I'm going to do. I've run through five strategies that is going to help you invest in the Apple stock at the right time. And I'm going to briefly give you the understanding how much percentage of returns can these strategies get you. How have I gotten to this point? 
understanding the last year's historical data or last five years hist- and then backing it up with last five years historical data to make sure that whatever analysis I've done is turning out to be correct or remotely close to getting the returns that I'm expecting from the shares. Should you really be considering my advice? See, it depends on you. Entering the share market is always risky, right? You never know where the market can go. I have devised those strategies and I'm definitely gonna rely on those strategies to make my investment. In fact, I have. Um, but it is completely your judgment whether you want to trust on this and invest or not. All I'd say is, whenever you enter into the stock market and if this is not your primary source of income, always put in only that kind of money that you're okay losing with just in case of the worst case scenario. And never blindly listen to anyone, you guys. Do your own analysis and then make your investments. The first strategy would be buying Apple regardless of the price. That will give you a 34% annual return on average. The second would be buying it near peaks. That would roughly give you 20% return on average. The third would be buying on 15% declines. That would give you a 40% return on average. And then... The fourth strategy would be buying at sharper corrections of 30%. That would give you gains of almost 50% plus year. The last strategy and the riskiest of all would be buying above a certain moving average to ride momentum. That would give you an average return of 34%. Coincidentally, the same return as buy at any price strategy. Now, currently, when Apple shares are witnessing a drawdown of, say, 25 to 30%, even if you're buying at any time and keeping the shares with you for a year, you're going to get somewhere between 40 to 50% on returns based on the historical data. Now, we have not considered the recession here, but based on the data from the last five years, this is what we can expect. Of course, Apple can fall even further before it recovers. Equity investing and risky and shareholders, you guys... If you are going to become a shareholder, you will have to keep that in mind. The best time to buy is still a little conflicting because July and August have historically seen Apple outperform the S&P 500 by 5% over the past decade. The positive performance is likely correlated with increased investor sentiment uh, before two major calendar events, right? That is the iPhone launch in September and the holiday shopping season. They tend to see these seasons as something where Apple products are going to be actively purchased and that is why the market can be increased. But sadly, because of the recession, now is not the buy time. Definitely not the buy time. Apple stock needs to form a new base in the right market conditions before settling a potential buy point. You have to keep an eye on the overall stock market. Because if the market turns south, you don't try to fight the general stock market direction. Wait for Apple to show some positive reinforcement before getting into it or the market in general to see some sort of growth. Do not buy right now unless you're looking forward to forget the money for a good five years or so. See, this is a mistake I made literally a month ago. Okay, When Ethereum was trading around $1,000, $1,200, I did not invest thinking that it would fall to as low as $1,000 or $900 and then I'll put in the money. And I'm regretting that decision. So I would suggest if your gut feeling says just go for it. But to be honest, now is not the right time to buy. I'd probably wait for some development in the chart before investing my money in the Apple stock. Well, I hope this episode has been helpful to you. If you want me to do more financial analysis, just let me know on our social media channels and I would cover more financial gyan for you. 
This is Ashanki signing off. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and I'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content. So stay tuned to the iGeeks Vlog Show.